What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The testimony, the testimony with Paula Brian, yeah. The diva for Christ, yeah. Oh, why don't you tune in every Tuesday at 9 Eastern Standard Time? You are listening to the testimony with host Paula Briar, aka Diva for Christ. And in case you don't know what that stands for, it's the finely inspired vessel appointed and anointed for a time such as this. Hey, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, you don't want to miss on speaker.com. Come on now, come on now. the lord praise the lord Woo! we are in the house yes Woo! the testimony yes with the host none other than myself paula brion yes yes the diva for christ yes we don't do anything with this show until we go to the throne of god first and tonight will be no different Father God, I just ask that you would have your way in this show. Do with it as you see fit on today, Father God. Oh, just allow the listeners to be blessed by the wonderful, wonderful interview that's coming forth. Father God, have them to hear all the wonderful good things that you've been doing in the interview's life and just, 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 all the blessings that you've been bestowing upon this show just to go a little higher in you on today, like every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Father God, I thank you just for allowing me to open my eyes and to bring another wonderful episode to your people. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do. And thank you for your son, Jesus Oh, amen, amen, amen. Yes, everybody. Woo, we are back, 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 back. I am so on fire today. Woo, like all days. I, I just love the Lord. I love telling you about the Lord. I love bringing God's people to you just so that you can know all about these wonderful interviews, those guests that I have. Let me tell you something. We have a wonderful, wonderful situation coming on today. You just sit back and get ready because we've got an amazing daughter, a sister. She's a wife, a mother, and truly, 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 yay, a woman of God. Yes, we bring to you a, a actress, someone that is an 
author, yes, we bring to you Alexia Zachariah in a few minutes. But I'm telling you, I just got to tell you, this has just been a wonderful platform. I just love my boy Jerry Royce is in the house. My tech man, the one that brings all of this and makes it possible through Positive Power 21. And I just want to wish a happy 30th anniversary to you, my brother, to the Mr. and Mrs. Royce. Oh, I love you so much. And just for all that you've done for me with this show and just in just working it out for God. It's all about God, right? It's all about bringing him to the people and just letting him see all the wonderful, amazing stuff that he's doing in his people. I'm telling you, I'm on fire right now. Do we have Alexia in the house? <laughs> Hi, Paula. Oh. Hey, girl. What's up? How you feeling? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so blessed and highly favored just to hear your voice on today. Thank you for just coming and not finding a robbery to be here with us on today. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, because we got a lot to talk about. But, you know, the first thing I always ask my guests is, who is this wonderful, amazing woman I just bigged up called Alexia Zachariah? <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm I'm many things. <laughs> to you know, I'm an artist. I'm a mother. I'm a writer. A painter. I sing. I just do many different things. Well, you know. I, we could rattle on forever because I'm telling you, you are multi-talented. You are gifted. Oh, you just do so much. But we definitely just want to know, how how did it all begin for you? I know, you know, people just start off one way and then they end up the other way. How did it begin for you? Um, me specifically, it actually started with singing. When I was a little girl, um, I always remembered and hummed tunes, like from the time I was like, three, I would say, on, and I got into acting when I was around five. I took acting classes in state college, and um, I really liked to do, like, the method acting. We had um, a bunch of people in the class, and we'd act out on the stage right away, so there wasn't much time to practice, but it was really a lot of fun, and that's what I enjoyed the most when I was younger, and then... Um, when I got older, I got more into music and I went to the performing arts high school for singing. And it just brought a lot of um, hope to me at the time because I was in, um, my home life was very chaotic and singing brought me peace. Mm. And that's what really started it for me. Wow, yes. And we, we know that, you know, uh, music I say it all the time on the show is is universal. You know, um, it is a, a a thing that just brings everything full circle and brings it to a peaceful place. Um, I know that's what it was for me as well. Um, where if there were so many things just happening in your life, uh, music would just keep a keep a calming on stuff and and allow you to actually get through a lot of stuff that you go through. Um, and I, I definitely understand that. I, I can relate to that. Um, but you, you said you were singing first. Did you, um, yes, and I know you yes. went to some arts, arts high school, uh, art school, excuse me, for the training. But d would you say that yours was natural gift? You know, some people, they just open their mouth and boom, it's there. Did you, or did you have to be actually trained to get to where you uh, felt that you was able to record or whatever? I believe that I had a natural talent for singing, but I do also give the school credit because they kind of helped you hone that talent. They made you um, see the areas where you needed improvement, and they made you see your strengths. So I can't sit here and say I was a perfect singer, but I can sit here and say that I sang pretty good when I was younger, but I never really had an audience <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> so, 
You you being humble right now. You being humble. You so sweet. You say I won't say I was a pro- I wasn't you know good at that thing. Well, you know we all start off and and some but some people just they just have a knack. It's like it just comes natural as far as you know maybe harmonies or just being able to to hum a tune and not go off. Um, you know, and that that really is, is saying something. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard. Um, as a vocal coach, I vocal coach and instruct. Uh, teenagers and, and young people uh, in singing and it's like you know if you find somebody that can hum a tune and keep a note that's a good thing <laughs> that's a good thing you know so you you listen you you doing your thing <laughs> so uh, don't don't shuck at that because I tell you it's hard it's hard when you work with somebody who can't hear notes and stuff like that so that's a blessing oh that gosh, is such a tone, blessing tone deaf that's the hardest <laughs> Well, no, tone deaf. I'm just, listen, I'm throwing in the towel and saying, next. <laughs> I know, I'm being real about it. If you tone deaf, ain't no help for you. I ain't even trying. I ain't even trying. You know, but again, God is able to do all things. Because <laughs> I've seen some tone deaf people come through. Listen, I know, you know, what is so amazing uh, what God can do with people. I know that there's been people that have, uh, by, by just uh, ordinary day to day, they, um, actually stutter and for some reason when they go to sing they, it just comes out natural like no you don't hear no stuttering nothing like that so i know god is good and he's able he, he's able to work out any kind of vocals abilities <laughs> be it speaking or not he can make a difference so we we definitely believe and trust god for all of that um well let me ask you a question because you act you sing you write what let me ask you is what is your favorite thing that you like to do you know because there's always one that like presses on you a little harder than the others man that's so hard for me it, it all depends on my <laughs> mood because there'll be <laughs> there'll be times when i don't write for months and then there'll be times mm. where i don't but i would say like my favorite thing probably is singing but then mm. when it's the next thing that ties in with that is writing. But I've, wow. I don't know because I've had a new love for painting too. So mm. it, it, it all depends on the type of mood I'm in. <laughs> wow. Look, you listen and now painting. Listen, what don't you do mama? <laughs> what don't you do? And you know, that's beautiful because he will use you. I tell you, that's why I said people got to be careful what they say out their mouth. They'll be like, Lord, use me. And then when he uses, oh, I'm so tired. Don't get tired now. <laughs> you can't get tired now. And you asking him to use you, honey, because he'll, he'll throw it all at you. And you ain't even ready for it, but he'll make sure that you're equipped to be ready. It's amazing. I'm telling you, you acting, songwriting. Um, let me ask you, you write a lot of songs. Um, have you yet recorded where you're coming out with a single or anything like that that you'd like to tell the listeners about or something that you're prepping for? Um, I'm prepping for, uh, I'm contributing to the soundtrack for the movie that we're acting in, Why Didn't I Listen? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to contribute a couple of songs to that, so I'm preparing for that. But I did also put out um, an EP called Asna. And it's just a spinoff of my name, Alexia Zachariah, A-Z-A. So I, I put, um, I think it was four songs out. And I'm just getting really into recording into a studio again. It's been a while since I recorded in the studio, but I sing mm-hmm. all the time. So um, <laughs> and as for the writing That's with... All right. <laughs> That's all right. And as That's for the right. writing with the... Yeah, it all comes together. It all comes okay, well, how? How? Because some people just do the writing. Some people just do the singing. Um, how does it come together for you, though? You know, honestly, like with the single, I didn't use a notepad for any of the songs. I just went into the studio and I sang. And I wanted to do it like that because I wanted to connect with people's feelings. Because that's wow. the most important thing that I see on the track is the feeling. I want the feeling to be there, not so much the. I get like um, a little bit overwhelmed trying to make stuff too wordy because I'm a poet. So sometimes I can get a little bit wordy. So I try to mm. <laughs> like I have to try to focus my mind, and that that is probably the most challenging thing to do when it comes to like songwriting, 
but that's what my process is. I try to get into the zone of the song. I try to feel the the um, how the song goes, and I try to arrange it really quickly in my mind. And that's when I write in general. I don't usually take a lot of time to write a poem or take a lot of time to write something. I just write it within a couple minutes or write like the the book I wrote I wrote within I believe like a week or two but I probably would have wrote it sooner I probably would have wrote it sooner but I do you know tend to the kids so um I wrote it in about a week or two wow yeah I mean yeah well you know it's so amazing that you say that because most people write where they actually have the lyrics first and then they put the music and they get the music put to to it and stuff like that. And I've found that that's been a very difficult thing for me because I'm not a musician. So it's, it's hard. I don't, I play instruments, but I don't really lean on that to write. Um, usually people will provide a track and then I listen to the music to tell me it actually steers me in the way that the lyrics should be formatted and the way that it should be, should go. And, um, that's pretty much what I'm kind of hearing with you. Like it's the sound that kind of gives you the vibe as to what to write about. Um, so that's, that's just dope to hear that somebody else is on that same level because it, it really isn't the norm. Um, from what I'm hearing, when I hear people talk about how they write, that's not really the norm um, on uh, writing abilities. But I've found that that is comfortable for me, um, just to hear the music and have the music just minister to me and tell me, you know, what what the lyrics should be and what the song should be based upon, uh, be it happy or sad or whatever. It's just, you know, inspiring. Um, just really, it is for me the music. So I, I definitely can understand that. Um, and I, I hear you saying you in a play. So tell us a little bit more about the play. How, what time, what day the is play? it? You know, where, where can we go and fight? Yeah, this play, you talk, you film. It's like, it's a film, right? It's like, yeah, you're just doing film. all this theater, theater, film. I mean, it, and you just throw it off your mouth like it's so easy because film is hard. And you, <laughs> I mean, you're just like hitting this like, I, <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it, girl. But tell, tell us more. I want to know more. <laughs> you don't even know, right? And you I have children really, and husband. Girl. Yeah, it, it, I don't know how I'm doing it either. I think I'm half crazy. No, you ain't crazy. You, you trust me. You <laughs> leaning on God because only He could keep you going on yeah. this stuff. <laughs> you doing a lot, but yeah, yeah tell definitely. us, tell us how how's the film and what it's about and all that good stuff. Um, the film is a cautionary tale, and it's basically about somebody who doesn't listen, like the title says that too, like, why didn't I listen? And it's like a cautionary tale of the whole story. And it shows um, the main character where she has issues, you know, um, with her spirituality, with um, being on the right path with God, and there's issues with, um, you know, the path that she was going on wasn't the best one, and she ended up not in the best place. Mm. And that's, mm. that's, you know, and she cries out, why didn't I listen? It's almost like a cautionary tale. And I play um, the character Michelle, and Michelle is the daughter. Michelle is um, the sister of the main character. She doesn't have, like, a huge role in the film, but it's, um, but it is a turning point in the film because she gets into it with her mother, and her and her mother have kind of like a rough relationship. And that's one of the turning points of the film is that rough relationship because she has that rough relationship with her daughter too. Mm. Wow. But, you know, honestly, it's, it's weird how the film came about because like my husband got involved with the film and then he plays Uncle Brent and, and then I got involved and the character's name is actually my mother's name, and my mother's name is Michelle, and I have a very rocky relationship with her. I don't talk to her. So wow. it's easy for me to draw on that name and draw into that with my acting. I use that, that feeling that I have, and I try to draw it into my acting. 
Mm. Well, it's, it's so strange that you say that because I definitely um, had, you know, not the closest relationship with my mom, and it definitely uh, was was a challenge. And and you know, sometimes, and like most times with with, with acting, you have to go into that familiar place um, to to bring out the character, and you know, um, oftentimes the stuff that you've been through. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, that just gives us that, that strength. That's why I say, you know, with this show is the test that you go through. There's so many rough things that we go through in life, and it just takes you to that next level of understanding and, and tolerance and, 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 you know, prayerfully uh, where you'll, you'll be victorious, right, um, through whatever yeah. you're going through. We all have battles. We all have them. Um, and it's just so such a blessing to see what God does with those trials and tribulations and, and his, uh, the whole journey to go into the, to making it a testimony. So, you know, it, it is something that we all go through. Um, but you know, praise God, you know, sometimes we, we need things that will give, take us to that familiar place, um, and how it made you feel to just come through. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you felt that way about, uh, doing this play and, and excuse me, I keep saying play. I don't know. God must be really wanting you to do a play because <laughs> you know I, I keep saying play. Oh my gosh! I'm like it's a film, girl. But I mean, I I'm telling you, it, it, who knows? Maybe God is working on something, bringing up some kind of play yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. So we claim it. We claim it. Throw your hands up, girl. God is bringing it. He's bringing it to you. But but let's get through the film first, right? I know that's what you're saying. But you, I mean, so that's good. You're working on it. You're working on your songs and stuff. Your EP and stuff. You're getting all the stuff together. You're 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 on this film uh production stuff and you saw is it done is the film done and it's ready for it's an air or like what what do we where can we see it like is there anything that's finalized um the film right now is we're basically in in the stage where we're practicing the film and we're shooting the film in may so i'm not sure exactly when it's going to be released but i know we are shooting it in may and it's more like a step-by-step spaces so i'll definitely keep updates well you know what out, but i believe it's going to be on different platforms Ooh, and that's what i said maybe it is going to be a play who knows theater you know what i'm saying <laughs> you never know where things is going to happen i mean there's so many things happening you know where god's going to take you listen listen he's prepping you <laughs> he's prepping that whole thing for something bigger and better and we know that because as saints we know that he's always working on something but yeah that i mean that's amazing that is so amazing and you know i just had your wonderful husband on this platform and i tell you i just enjoy my boy you know come on tell the people about your husband i gotta give him a little shout out right there <laughs> he's the best i really love him he's so supportive we're like best friends we're always yeah. with each other we're always you know um we've been together almost 10 years we have three beautiful wow. kids uh-huh. i couldn't ask for a better partner yeah, he's he's a he's a man, good guy, just wholesome. You know, uh, I'm just so proud of him. He's doing his holy thing with with poetry and 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 he's a rapper. I know him as that amazing dancer and rapper. You know, like I told the listeners yeah. when I had him on. Yeah, his so give give him give him some love. What's his name? What's his name? Call his name out, girl. I'm so <laughs> that's right y'all you heard it that's right that's his wife right there yeah no it's, he, he is he's amazing and he's always supportive he's always uplifting people you know no matter what the situation he's always inspiring people um and honestly and you're the same that's why it works it works so well and then of course you guys just love and have a zest for the lord and um god knows that's that's a wonderful thing it's a wonderful thing to see it actually working in a marriage you know you you this been some years and and you you're vested and you're still talking about i love him well i gotta speak to some folks and like oh lord i gotta go home you know so it's a <laughs> blessing to know <laughs> to know that god is still in the midst and he's he's a keeper all those many years later yeah. that's that beautiful beautiful and i know you he have just, your beautiful he baby so many qualities yeah and he just has so many qualities that i love like how he mm-hmm. encourages me and uplifts me and stuff. I've never had that type of love before. 
like beforehand. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was in kind of like a fight or flight thing my whole life and I leaned on God a lot. But when I got with him, it was really stable. And that's what really was different. It was like a steady love, like just really stable. And he's very loyal. And that's what I appreciate the most. Yeah, I tell you, that that's a beautiful thing. And like you said, <laughs> you you both had a zest for seeking the Lord, and, and that's a beautiful thing because that's how it should be. You started as friends and worked your way up and, and kept it about God first. And he will give you the desires of your heart, you know what I'm saying, and praise God. Here it is, you know what I'm saying, all these years later, y'all still working it out, still very much in love, and God bless, honestly, honestly. That's just amazing to know. Um, and, again, beautiful babies, you know, I mean, it, it, it's so wonderful. To talk about love in today's world, um, in light of this pandemic, and now it's back rising. It, it dropped a little bit, and now it's going back up. In, you know the numbers and stuff like that. Um, what was your feeling, or and what? How did you get through this pandemic time? And what is your prepping? We we were able to take the masks off and stuff. Now we've you know, some places we're putting them back on. What is your whole take about this pandemic, this this time of COVID-19? Um, I believe that the time of COVID-19 is actually a very hard time, you know, for people because of the isolation. But, mm. it, you know, for, for me specifically, it wasn't too, too terrible because I'm kind of an introvert anyways. So I just took a lot of that time to write, a lot of that time to pray. Um, mm. The mask thing was a little bit hard to get used to because I'm actually a bit asthmatic as it is. So when I wore the mask, it, sometimes it's hard to breathe a little bit for me. But after a while, I got used to it. And I think that's, you know, pretty much like anything else in life. Like after a while, you just get used to it. And now it's like we don't have the mask on or people don't have the mask on. I'm like, wow, I'm exposing my mouth and my... It's so true. Those masks have really been a holler. I, I got to tell you, I work with kids um, junior high school level, and I, I tell you, I didn't know what none of these kids look like. <laughs> and they didn't know what I looked like. So when the when the mask had to come down, you know, started to come down, it was like, oh, my God, that's what you look like? Oh, my God, that's how you look it, it, it was really a holler. Like, people, I was like, oh, my gosh, I would have never imagined that you look like this. It was so, like the conversations were just amazing. So, yeah, I truly understand. It, it was it was a, a very new experience, I, I, I got to say, yeah. uh, just having this whole pandemic hit the way it has. Um, and, and nice to know that, you know, you were able to deal with it because a lot of people had a difficult time. Um, and that, again, I understand about the mass and you have an asthma and stuff like that. I have that as well. So the breathing is definitely mm. has been challenged. Um, but praise God, we were able to pull them down. But in light of what they're talking about and the rising up of this thing again, what, what advice would you give the people that are listening that could probably help them through a time that it may be coming again? Listen, if, if 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 we have to wear the mask again, I would just wear them, you know, for now. If it's going to make them creative, like make them part of your wardrobe. <laughs> I liked in the beginning of the pandemic when people were selling, like, different masks and being creative, um, that and making, like, an income off of the mask. I mean, I know it's political, the masks themselves, and people feel like they're being controlled by wearing the mask. I get it. But if people are, you know, the rates are going up and people are getting sick again, and we don't really know too much about this, you know, disease, the COVID thing, we're starting to learn about it. Might as well just wear masks. They wear masks in other countries, and they wear, people wear hijabs all the time, cover their face. It's not, you know, that weird to me to be able to cover your face or do that. And it shows respect for the other person. Yes. Well, why yes. do you want other people to get sick? You know. Yeah, we, we at this during this time we did find out how people think. You know, um, because honestly, to be around, no one likes wearing a mask, but to be around people, no, and figure that you could get them sick to death. 
I mean, people were losing their lives with this thing um, and still are. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's just um, to see that people would be selfish. And I, I'm, I'm saying it, putting it right out there, um, selfish. Even like you said, you have asthma. I have breathing issues, but I had no problem uh, putting a mask on if it was going to help my fellow man, you know, my fellow uh, friend, my fellow students, my fellow, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, come on, it, it becomes a situation where, you know, you have to be the bigger person, of course, find moments that you could take it down when you're not around people. But when you got around people, it's just out of respect. You should yeah. be willing to save a life. And that's really the way I look at it. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I truly understand that. Um, and, and I feel the same way. We, we in this, during this time, we've learned to love on one another. Um, and those that haven't really chosen to do that, um, I just feel so bad for them. You know what I'm saying? Because, honestly, that, that covering of the mass was saving lives. Um, it was helping to not spread this thing. This thing went down tremendously, of course, with the vaccination as well. But it did you know, the numbers went down, you know what I'm saying? Um, so we did something right. And, and I definitely attribute that to all the things as far as washing hands and all the good stuff that went along with wearing the mask. So I agree with you. I agree with you, girl, this has been a rough time, you know, but again, prayer <laughs> changes things and it has truly changed the, the, the numbers and it, it made everything start to look more normal again. Praise God. So, you know, that's just a wonderful thing. And I, I just thank you for ha having that kind of uh, look, outlook on what was going on and having that kind of um, through, through this rough time. This was a rough time. And, um, you know, just to keep it together, um, you are amazing author. I, I'm telling you, we have to talk about this wonderful, wonderful book that you sent me, girl. And I thank you. I thank you for sending it to me because most people come, they only send me that, and I'm just saying and putting it out there. You know? <laughs> but um, this wonderful book, uh, every, and, and, you know, it's, it's amazing. That, that word, you, just every, like, it's, that's profound. Like, you, you wouldn't think that someone would uh, use that for a title. How did you, what prompted you to use that as a title for your book? Thank you so much, Paula. Like, um, it was, I was actually, I'm just going to be honest, I was hospitalized. And um, when I was in the hospitalization, I went through a bout of unconsciousness. And I believe it was wow. from, like, a side effect from the medication I was on. And when I woke up from this, I believe it was, like, a seizure. I don't know what it was exactly. But when I woke up from it, I just heard something chant at me every, like an ancestral chant, and it said every, and I do graffiti mm. as well, so I wrote in graffiti every, so I didn't forget it, and then later on, when I came out from the hospital, I still had a lot of anger because of how they were treating me and treating other people in there, and I'm like, you know what, I need to write about this, <laughs> like I need to channel that anger and write about mm. all the things that I feel. And that's what I did mm. with the book. Wow, wow, it's it's deep. I've been reading some of these some of these titles is is heavy is is heavy. I, I'm like wow. Um, out of all the the stuff that's in this book, um, what do you well? Let's say this: what out of all the different titles? Which is the one that speaks to you the most? I know the book does because you wrote it, um, but mm -hmm. is there one thing that you would lend to even the listeners where they could find strength at a time such as this? I, be I believe, yes, I believe actually the chapter I have about darkness and the chapter following the one about light could really speak to somebody that's in the dark place and also somebody that's seeking more of the light out of the dark place. Well, you know, I'm going to put so you on the spot. The... <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Cool. You, you know you're going to have to, you know you're going to have to tell us that one. So I, I, out of your own mouth, I want to hear them, those words and, and, and just breaking down what the inspiration that, that people should take out. Do you want me to read from the book or to describe it? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you could do both. I mean, that that's I'm not. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm. I would love to hear you read a poem. I ain't never had an author just read their poem. And that'd be wonderful. <laughs> let me just let me, let me just read it out. So, I'm. I started it off. I'm just talking. Basically, when I wrote um, this book, I had headphones on. Um, I had like music playing, and I was just trying to basically organize myself. So that's you know everything that I went through in the book is all true. It's all like stuff that I've went through. But I was just trying to organize it, and the part about darkness really resonated with me, and also the part about light, because that's like a constant battle throughout life is darkness and light. So I wrote, I'm just going to read a little bit of what I wrote. And I put it, I turned away from darkness, but it did, but did it turn away from me? Why am I, why am I so scared of you, darkness? I put this weed feels so good because I used to smoke. And I put this chapter is a little much for me. I'm honestly struggling writing it. I'm not trying to be entirely blunt. I'm trying to leave a level of mystique about myself. I think we should all live by this law and have a veil over our hearts a bit. The Bible would probably tell you the opposite. I do remember a passage about a veil, though. I feel so far removed and yet so close to God. With God, I feel this darkness looming at times, though. Perhaps it's memento, perhaps it's not. There's this spirit of suicide I fight from time to time. I fight back with rhyme. I fight back with boxing. I fight back with crying. I fight back with pride. I fight back since I could fight back. I fight the spirit of alcohol, but I'm not an alcoholic. They go hand in hand. We used to drink when I was very sad and on edge. I used to say back then. I wanted something to ease the darkness in my head. I didn't want to sleep with strange characters that feel caressed all the time. Sometimes I just wanted to pop the black and mild. Other times I wanted to listen to some music. I wasn't all bad, but I wasn't all good. I did embrace darkness thinking it was light. I rejected light thinking it was darkness. Chapter next. I feel a slight block talking about this subject. Maybe I am just a sore vessel. Maybe I am just me. I think I need to just accept my journey. Right now I'm having a hard time. It can be colder. I can be colder than ice. I can also be sweeter than pie. It all depends on my soul, whether I feel darkness or light. And that's just a, a sample from that chapter. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. We 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 all battle. We that the, again, that's that test. The things that we you know, have us rocking and rolling in life. Um, and be it, you know, light and then and it's just so funny, you we always know that there's gonna be some darkness coming. Um, so yeah. it it just yeah, you know, and again, as we all know, you know, out of the darkness comes the light. Praise God. And that's exactly. why we serve him mighty, you know, um, no matter what it looks like. Uh, we know that he is omnipresent and he's there on the throne just waiting for us. Uh, just uh, mm-hmm. inspirational. Um, this, this, again, wonderful book um, with one simple word, every, every. That, that you know that is so you know you you just never think of that word meaning so much and having so much uh life attached to it um and every is just so powerful and honestly uh yeah. after reading your book and just speaking with you I will never look at that word uh as minute as I have in the past. And I just thank you because God has given us words uh, to use and to use for his glory. And you've done that. You know, again, the, the, the fact that you use every as a title of your book is amazing because it gives people so much more to think about with that one simple word that we take for granted. We take that word every for granted. I know I do. Um, never looking at it, you know, you're always looking for, you know, a word like magnificent or inspirational, you know, you know, everybody's always reaching for that bigger terminology, but no one has ever looked at every in the way that this has allowed for me to look at it. And I, and I just want to thank you so much. 
Oh, we use it every day and everything we do. Hello. But you know, we really don't, we don't really put no regards for that thing. And, and I just want to thank you. And I'm, I'm encouraging the listeners to please, I'm going to have my girl give all the information as to how we can purchase this wonderful, amazing book that with one simple word really speaks volumes. You know, so definitely give give them a, a way that they can contact you because they got to get this book. They have to get this book. <laughs> um, they can contact me if they want to purchase it through my Facebook, which is Alexia Zachariah. Um, I have um, I also like a music page where it says Alexia Zachariah Music. Um, we also have a seed. Royale um, thing because me and my husband have a publishing company. So we have Seed Royale Publishing on Facebook, which is um, Seed Royale with the E and then publishing. Um, And we have an email address, which is agaz at seedroyalepublishing.com. So I can be reached through there. I can be reached through Facebook. I have um, an email, which is lovetheway92 at gmail.com. That's my email. So I can be reached any of those ways. Praise God. That, I'm telling you, amazing, amazing uh, work. Um, I, honestly, I look forward to having you to come back for the listeners to be blessed again and again and again, because I know the way God is using you, you're going to be back here a few more times. <laughs> so come, come on. You know, I have an open door policy. I definitely want you uh, to feel to really come back with all the good stuff that God is doing in your life. Uh, come back and we could talk more um, once your film is out and everything. Um, is there any uh, information that you'd like to offer to people in case we have anybody out there that would be willing to donate for the film to get this wonderful project off the ground? Um, yes, you, you can. Um, we're still looking for sponsors for the film um, and Anybody that sponsors for the film, they get their business or their name in the credit of the film. So they can reach out to myself. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They can reach out to myself, Alonzo Gross, um, another, the person that made the film, Rakia Barnett, on Facebook, and we can take um, donations for the film that way. Praise God. I mean, that's what what we're here to do. We're here to uplift and inspire people to higher heights, but we're also here to help uh, projects that are coming off the ground and trying to get their start. Um, We believe God for this project. We know that there's donations out there, people that's willing to donate and become a part of this wonderful uh, project. Please don't hesitate to reach out to myself or you can reach out um, on Facebook, um, any of our pages, definitely hit us up so that you can really just support this wonderful project. Um, it, it hits home for me. Um, it, it, it really speaks volumes uh, to what we've gone through in life, you know, um, and we, we truly want to support you. Uh, ministry is everything, and we believe that with the testimony, we believe in bridging that gap between the communities, uh, bringing us all together under one accord. Uh, the division, it, it's enough already. We need to come together as one yeah. uh, to help one another because that's what God has compelled us to do, to love and help your brother and your sister. So that's what we're, we're doing with this show. That's what this podcast is all about, just bringing us all together so that we can do a wonderful and uplifting and inspirational uh, thing for the Lord, for the, God's people. Um, we really have to be about God's business. Um, and just bless you, bless you just for having this wonderful project, uh, this birthing, you know, of this project is just, uh, just that, that, that book is amazing. I, I'm telling you, I'm just flabbergasted, and I thank you so much for coming on the testimony and, and offering this wonderful uh, work to the people as well as the film. Um, we believe so wonderful things. Me. 
Oh, man, anytime. I'm telling you, you better come back. <laughs> but again, this is the open door policy always. Um, but as we do uh, every Tuesday, uh, we have prayer coming in, and of course, we have prayer going out. So I'm going to ask you, my sister, to render a prayer for God's people on today. Yes, I pray that God's people really come together because there's a lot of division in the world right now and we all need to, you know, come together like he said. And we all just need to um, seek God again and just open our hearts up to God. And I pray that everybody gets this message and they get to really listen to God and they get to feel God's presence. And his peace, because I know there's a lot of, you know, um, oppression in this world. There's a lot of hatred. There's a lot of, um, you know, love in this world, too. And I pray that God's people just feel a lot of healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name, above all names, we ask that you just come in to this place and you just fix what's broken, Lord. Those that are listening, Father God, we ask that you would just turn whatever their situation is around and allow them to see, feel, and know you for themselves. Uh, Father God, we ask all these things under the precious name, above all names, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless. God bless. Thank you, my sister, for just being a wonderful, wonderful guest. (laughs) Anytime, girl. I love you. I love you. I appreciate it. Tell my man, hey. I know he's probably sitting there listening. But I I tell you, just give him a hug. He's reading the book. (laughs) He's reading the book. You better not be reading no book during our interview. No, honestly, wonderful. uh, This is a wonderful, wonderful uh, marriage, wonderful couple, wonderful women and woman and man of God. Listeners, you've truly been blessed on today, and we have at the testimony just been uplifted and inspired once again, and we just thank you. Remember the name Alexia Zachariah, and the book is <laughs> every. You got to get it, man. I'm telling you, you got to get this book. So definitely thank you again, my love, for coming on. God bless you, you. listeners. Again, God Jerry Royce, you. we love you. <laughs> That's my tech man in the back, and he's the one in charge of Positive Power 21. We love you, Jerry. God bless. The testimony, the testimony with Paula Brian, yeah, the diva for Christ, yeah, why don't you, why don't you tune in every Tuesday at 9 Eastern Standard Time, you are listening to the testimony with host Paula Briard, a.k.a. Diva for Christ. And in case you don't know what that stands for, it's the finely inspired vessel appointed and anointed for a time such as this. Hey, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, you don't want to miss on speaker.com. Come on now, come on now.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.